Hey everybody, welcome to Hers and His with Adelaida and your boy Rich Coe. For those of you who are listening for the first time, welcome. Welcome. And if you are back, welcome back and thanks for coming back. Welcome back. Back. That was a May song back in the day. I don't know if he, when he came back. Uh, anyway, go ahead. Okay. So. So, today we are discussing a silent killer. Which is social media. Mm-hmm. The other problem to compound it is we're growing up in a Facebook, Instagram world. In other words, we're good at putting filters on things. We're good at showing people that life is amazing even though I'm depressed, right? And so everybody sounds tough and everybody sounds like they got it all figured out. And the reality is there's very little toughness and most people don't have it figured out. Okay, so social media is a topic that we can go in many different directions with. Right. Everybody nowadays has a social media account. Yes. Everybody. And we, of course, will talk about the benefits of social media because there are many. There are. But one of the things that we tend to ignore because we're so caught up in the benefits of social media Mm. is the ways in which social media is actually ruining our lives. That is true. I even have t-shirts on my... (laughs) No, this is... I know it's funny. I'm not trying to plug my own t-shirt line, but... About a year and a half ago, I created t-shirts that said, social media is ruining my life. How do you perceive social media is ruining ruining uh, people's lives today? Well, one of the ways in which social media is ruining our lives is the lack of social interactions. Uh, one of the things that has been affected is just that one-on-one communication, one-on-one face-to-face. Right. People are so inclined to communicate through social media, whether it's with a comment on a picture or simply posting a picture mm-hmm. and um, making that their way of communicating emotion and experience instead of actually verbally sharing these experiences with people. Right. Isn't that funny? It's called social media, but I feel like it's making us more less social. Right. True. It's mm-hmm. like it's called social media. When you look up the word sociable, it's, you know, you want to interact with people you want to engage and when the same people you probably follow on social media when you see them in person it's it's awkward right Right. for for, Mm -hmm. for some right yeah to the point i think where sometimes we are on social media so often that we tend to even forget the names the actual names of the people (laughs) that we're following (laughs) that we think of their their, their handle handle <laughs> before their actual name right honey uh, 25 sb <laughs> no my name's tiffany right yeah. i think when i joined social media and i think a lot of people are falling victims to this i'm not of this mind state today in 2018 people tend to engage due to the fact that maybe they can be engaged so really it's not you liking someone's picture you you're really interested in someone's tweet you engage because you want engagement. It's a very narcissistic perspective on social media. That's how I started social media. The only reason I got on social media is because I was watching Ellen DeGeneres one day and P. Diddy was on there. And this is when Twitter first started. I may sound like a dinosaur to some kids right now. But P. Diddy was on Ellen DeGeneres and when he went on there, he was 
talking to Ellen. He told Ellen, Ellen, you need to get a Twitter account. Ellen didn't have a Twitter account at the time. P. Diddy had 100,000 followers and he kept saying that. Like, he's like, I'm the number one guy on Twitter. I have 100,000 followers. You need to get an account. Everybody who's watching Ellen, follow me right now. At that moment, I made a Twitter account. I'm like, oh, well, this is the future. This is the wave. And then I start seeing the local news. Instead of their names, they were saying at such and such, at such and such. I was like, oh, well, shit, we, we, we need ats, you know? So that's when I became an interested individual in Twitter, and I wanted to build my following. And what I did was, well, I figured if I start engaging with people, make people like me, then they'll follow me. If they follow me, then all of a sudden they're going to start retweeting and start liking my, my words. And, it became that thing it had nothing to do with anybody else other than myself. A very narcissistic perspective going into social media. That was my my introduction to social media. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that in in the same way, many people have opened accounts, whether it's on Twitter, or Instagram, um, what's another popular Snapchat? One? Oh, Snapchat mm -hmm. and Facebook. Um, uh, yes. Well, so Facebook was first. No, well, well let's not forget about MySpace. Oh, well, oh, do you okay, count my we're not going to tell. That's dinosaur no, ages. No, come on. Is uh, yeah, that is. Tom, okay, top eight? Do you want to talk about Friendster? Oh, Friendster first was, of all, I wasn't really on Wait, Friendster. wasn't Friendster before MySpace? I don't know. Or was it MySpace, Friendster, and then Facebook? I was never on Friendster. I just knew MySpace was a thing, and it was popping. I think, MySpace actually, I think it was maybe MySpace, MySpace, Friendster, and then Facebook. Is MySpace the most cleanest? Now that you're looking back at it, like, when you look at Snapchat, when you can only post something for so long, when you look at Instagram, where it's all about your selfies, when we look at Twitter, um, is MySpace the probably the the cleanest of them all like uh, no no it was the worst no it, it was, was not no i'm not saying it was one of the worst but it was not clean <laughs> i don't even know what you mean by that but <laughs> well i mean like not as you know making uh um Making the culture what it is today. Like, MySpace wasn't uh, that no, bad. that's what it started. Oh, so MySpace, so Tom really popped it off then. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Wait, was Tom, Tom? Tom was MySpace? I think Tom, Tom no. was Friendster. No, 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 no. I know this for a fact because I was on Friendster. I was on MySpace. Tom was in a white t-shirt yeah, in know, his dorm room. And he was and your he, first friend. He was your first friend every yes, time. So Tom had everybody's friend on MySpace. He was okay. everybody's friend. Oh, we're not going to talk about too. which one was better. <laughs> okay, know. so I was just <laughs> referring to those as social media sites that people use like you said as a way to attract followers right but the thing about it is that in order to attract followers because now it's become not so much for you to communicate with people you actually know now it's how many people can i draw to my account right. and with that comes creating this persona that may be superficial it's it's Absolutely. it's a fake persona that's based on other accounts that have the most followers so you're trying to figure out what do i need to say what do i need to post in order for right. people to start looking one looking at what i'm posting and then two actually liking it or commenting on it right so it's not just oh let me just create an account and tell my friends and family about it and they get to see or see either pictures if you're talking about Instagram or they get to read what I'm thinking on a given day. Right. But what's happened is that people are so, so they're more interested in, well, how many people can I get to like this post? Right. 
And it's, it's become less about a way to communicate with people you actually know and more about how many people can I get either just to simply follow me right. or to like what I'm posting. Exactly. And I think that it's all about their seeking approval. It's not even about, hey, I just uh, achieved this accomplishment and I want to show my family and friends, which in theory is a good uh, is a good idea because if you're not there to share with your family or they didn't make it to your graduation or it's a great way to send them pictures show the experience oh my dad showed up my mom showed up my uncle showed up. i can share that with my grandmother who's over there in another state people are seeking approval and people are seeking attention and people are becoming narcissistic well, because people are seeking validation, validation. for every aspect mm. of their lives. It's and that's like, sad. well, it's it's. We didn't grow up like that. No, we didn't. But we're kind of at the tail end of it, in, right. the, in that we we've we've joined in on it. Yeah, yeah. I think that our generations maybe kind of we're in and we're out. Right. But there are some of us who have fully, and even people before us right like our our people who would be our parents who are now so consumed with right it. right 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 yeah it so may have th- started out as a way to communicate and and transcend many people and uh, around the world to say i can post this one picture and know that all of my friends and family around the world will see this one picture I feel like Facebook, when it started, that was the basis. It was like, well, share with your family and friends, I think. That was a premise? No, when it started, it was a way for you to communicate with other college students. Because remember that it started out as it was a way for you to start communicating with other college students. Right. So it was like, if you had one... It, it was just for college students. It started out that way. Right. So if you had one, you were able to communicate with your friends who attended other colleges. Right. And now, the funny thing is that now teenagers, Facebook is ancient to them. Yeah, it is. Facebook right, right. is, ugh, they just have one just because they had it when they first, you know, got introduced to it. But they don't really use it because now not only are their parents on it, their grandparents are on it. So you they not- see it as not a cool yeah place network. to be yeah. right you and i went to the same college if mm-hmm. facebook was around in college would have would you have used it in that manner uh i think so because i remember when we were in college is when we were introduced to email true that that's how <laughs> that's old we when are. we first got our that's email that's right. and and you're that still, was a cool thing you're still trying to find your old hot milk i wish i had it <laughs> <laughs> they shut it down they shut down my Hotmail. Anyway, but that was my first account, Hotmail. And I remember sending emails to friends who I had lost, that who I went to high school with and I had lost touch. And so I thought, oh, cool, now I can send them emails right. wherever they are. And I remember some of them thinking that they, they didn't know if they should open the email because it was called Hotmail. <laughs> so they were like, I didn't know what this was. I didn't want to open it. What kind of lingerie <laughs> pictures right. are you sending me with this no, Hotmail? No, I don't even know. But, um, 
But yeah, so we, so that was a, that was the thing was being able to send an email and not have to handwrite letters. Right, right. So, and then now, if you think about it, now you can post pictures. Basically, it's the same thing. It's sending an email True. with a picture, mm, and it's just true. packaged in a. It's packaged in a. a true, format. but you have to say less. It's like here's a picture. Right, right, let me post right. a comment. Right. And there it is. But it's that's not what it is. It's not just that anymore. Now it's become let me send subliminal messages mm-hmm. through right. this post. Oh, subtweets. <laughs> oh my god, I hate subtweets. I don't oh. even. I didn't even know what subtweets oh, were, and I think god. it's ridiculous. But. Oh, it's a sneaky way but to diss somebody. But that's what I'm saying. Well, okay, and from that comes... And then, they, no, but the, the the thing I hate about subtweets the most, a person will sneak dish you, say something, and then when you respond to it, and then you know, it's like, yo, what the hell, what the fuck, woo woo. Then the other person can retract it, and then they try to play it off like it wasn't about them. I hate that part. I hate the fact that they get, it's plausible deniability. You would be able to completely overlook these subtweets. Right. But the fact that they can pay even attention. catch your attention. I have to pay attention. Right. You're, yeah, you're cut up. Well, no, I so. don't do it. Well, listen, let's let's be clear. <laughs> let's be clear. In 2018, I'm not. There. I'm talking about. This is the old. This is five okay. years ago. This is right. old stuff. But subtweets. <laughs> don't try to tweet me, son, because I'll be right back on your head. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, see, because and that's what I was going to say. Subtweets lead to cyber bullying, mm. and that is one of the negative effects of social media. Mm. Cyber. Well, cyberbullying can start with a simple subtweet, which can you tell us a little bit more about what a subtweet is? A subtweet is when someone has something to say about you negative. Instead of directly at mentioning you, throw it out there. For example, and let's say I went to McDonald's and I did not like their burger. McDonald's or McDonald's? Okay, I'm, <laughs> you know where I'm from. Instead of at mentioning McDonald's, Saying that their burger isn't up to my, you know, taste or, you mm-hmm. know, I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I will say, I had a bad experience at a burger joint today. The golden fries were cool, but the burger sucks. You got plausible deniability and you can say, oh, no, no, I wasn't talking about you. Because I didn't. I, I never said at McDonald's. I could have been talking about the golden ones at, at In-N-Out. Okay. <laughs> so, but in order for you to know that the subtweet was actually about you there has to be something in there right. that makes you believe this is this was about me so knowing how twitter works if you have a ton of followers it would be hard for you wouldn't it be hard for you to see that tweet if you have so many followers so among all the tweets that no not necessarily no but following feed no 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 followers and following are two different things oh wait so following so let's say you're following tons of people right right. so which i do i follow everybody okay so then the the tweets that are coming through your feed wouldn't it be hard for you to actually see a subtweet that would be about you what tends to happen what 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 tends to happen if yeah that could be the thing but if that person has enough followers or maybe just one common follower yeah i didn't follow that person but you did Mm -hmm. and you saw it you're gonna maybe send me a dm and say did you see what such and such just said about you Mm -hmm. because you follow them and you know, like you follow both of us. Oh, I see. You so follow both of us. Somebody else attention. probably can bring it to your attention. Yeah. Now you're like, what the hell? 
Well, right, but also because people have more to say when in fact they're not face-to-face with the person. Back to what we were transitioning to, cyberbullying. Right, and cyberbullying has become a thing since social media has existed because people are hiding behind their screen Right. in that they're not saying things that they would necessarily say to the person face-to-face, right. but they feel like, and sometimes it's anonymous, yeah. Sometimes these yeah. are these are people just dummy who accounts, are just yeah. yes, making accounts up to troll. insult to troll people without really revealing who they are. Right. Usually, I think that the people can find out who they are because they're probably talking about something related to whether they go to the same school, they work at the same right. place. So you can eventually find out who it is. Right. But the point is that people, that social media has allowed for people to hide behind a screen to say things that they wouldn't say face to face. And the sad part is trolling. It's becoming a thing. Like trolling has become a community within itself. Some people just get online and make an account just to troll. You understand right. what I'm saying? People get there. Just imagine. Just think about that for a second. There, there's people who who get on social media to share things with their family and friends. There's some people who get on social media to promote their brand and do what they do, sell things. There's a group of people who don't have anything else better to do other than create an email create an account and let me just troll 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 right troll, but don't troll. trolls get attention Absolutely. in the same way Absolutely. that other people on social media get attention and so that's i think that's really what it comes down to is what type of attention am i going to get because even if it's even it's for if it's for something negative i'm still getting attention i'm still getting followers because right. some people may think that the way that i troll is amusing it's entertaining to them right. and so they're looking for me to troll so right. i have to think of creative ways to troll so that people will follow me right. so i think that there are people who are Creating accounts, yes, in the beginning, maybe to just be someone who is able to communicate with other people around the world, but those people who are creating accounts specifically to troll are not just thinking, oh, I just want to be the one to comment on all these things. They're still thinking about... I want to get followers. Right. So how am I going to get followers? Is by trolling as many people as I can. No. Is by saying the meanest things that I can or the right. rudest things that I can. Right. Because the ruder, the the meaner that I am, the more people are going to follow me. And this is attention that I'm getting. Right. Now, that person who is trolling right. is someone whose life has already been ruined by social media. Because they have probably become so consumed with taking their time to troll and to find people to troll that now that's their life. And what does that say about you, the person who's trolling? Okay, so we ended the last segment with the question, what does that say about you, specifically talking about trollers? Trolling. And I mentioned that trollers spend many hours right. on social media trolling because they have to see what's trending, what are topics that I can troll, right. quote unquote. Right. And so whether they realize it or not, they are probably suffering from one of the many negative effects of social media. Mm-hmm. 
So I read on MUO, which is makeuseof.com, that there are seven negative effects of social media, which if you have one of these effects, then it's probably a sign that you need to cut social media out of your life. Right. Either completely or significantly. Right. Specifically spending less time on social media. Okay. So the seven negative effects of social media. One, depression and anxiety. Mm. Two, cyberbullying. Okay. Three, FOMO, which is fear of missing out. This is a new term for me. I've never heard FOMO before, but this is what's going on. Fear of missing out. Fear of missing out. So you're seeing people posting activities, events that they're attending and having so much fun doing. And so you're, you're building up this fear of you're missing out on these events. And so you're more likely to use social media to see, well, what are they doing now? Where are they going? And either try to then post things that you're doing that may be more fun than what they're doing. So it becomes kind of a competition, but also you have this urge to see, well, what are they doing now? What are these whomever it is that you're following right that's an example for unrealistic expectations Mm. and that has to do with unrealistic expectations of life and or friendships and relationships that you're building these superficial relationships that people are building through social media right negative body image Mm. six unhealthy sleep patterns due to the time spent on social media. I can see I can see I can see people wake I can see people sleeping with their phones and probably waking up with their phone in the middle of the night to check and it. checking social and media. Checking social media. Mm-hmm. And seven general addiction. Mm-hmm. Which I believe that if you are addicted then you are definitely um, you fall into one of those six categories. Right of the effects of social media like i think if you're like i think like honestly i mean i think probably 95 percent of americans are probably addicted to their phones i'm gonna just start there just the phones alone whether they're on social media whether they're texting somebody whether they're on their email i think there's an addiction and this is a whole nother podcast but i think there's an addiction to having your phone being on it social media obviously it comes through the phone that's where people handle their Right, that's where people media. access their social media. So right. I think that I think if in fact huge... you're so attached to your phone, it's because you're using your phone for something specific, which 99.9% is probably social media. That's what you're using Chances your phone are, for. Right. right. Chances are. You go to mm-hmm. a, a ball game, you hop on a train, you go anywhere, you look around you, there's people on their phone. Chances are they're on good chances they're on some social media they're right. probably not spending that much time emailing someone or texting. or texting someone that much it's probably swiping through pictures mm-hmm. or going through you know yeah yeah whether or not they're the ones who are actually doing the posting the tweeting the right posting. you don't have to do it no they're, they're scrolling people, they're they're on social media silent social media people um no, but something you had said interesting is is that in, in one of those seven, you had mentioned that um, the superficial relationships or the not so meaningful ones, 
I think one of them, I think, I think it was like six or five. What mm -hmm. did you say? Um, it had something to do with their relationships being super unrealistic expectations. Unrealistic. So unrealistic expectations of life and or friendships. Because look what goes on. I mean, look at what goes on on social media. When you go to Instagram, are people posting um, a realistic perspective or view of their life? No, they lack authenticity. Are they showing the? They could. And the greatest thing that Instagram has created is a filter. And Snapchat mm -hmm. is a filter. Yes. And so we're we're amazing at putting a filter on to not really show how much dark, unhappy stuff is going on. We can put a filter on and make us look beautiful and happy and life is great. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm using that as an analogy on both sides because the filter, not just changing your image on skin and all that but a filter on life mm -hmm. that's what social media has done it's like you can follow someone and you would think if you didn't know any better you think oh man this person is living the best life they've ever had and you start to feel a certain way you start to feel like oh well i'm not i'm not there i'm not i'm not feeling as good as them but you don't know that they're probably feeling worse than you. You know, whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? Like, I think um, the, 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 the image that people portray on Instagram, Snapchat, even Twitter, and so on and so on, mm -hmm. it's phony. It's phony. It's... Um, In some cases, not all. Well, name me a case that it's not. Well, I can't name a specific case, but I'm I'm thinking about people who do use social media as a way to communicate with people who live far away, as a True. way to communicate with multiple people at Let the same time. Let me ask you this. 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 Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Because I don't want you to forget mm -hmm. it. Let me ask you this. Even if a person comes out with good intent, meaning, hey, I'm just getting to social media to share this with my friends and family who are out of state, out of country, wherever I just want to share my the picture of my new family I want to share pictures of, of of the events that I'm going to whatever with my family and friends right what comes with that is likes button being pushed button 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 right the intent you come out with is very is, is very innocent however when you start attaching likes to it a gratification to it you have a psychology degree just like i have one you know you start adding a a, a reward so to speak to that thing you're doing mm -hmm. that thing starts to become sort of a because imagine for a year you send those pictures out of your family you just want to reach your family and friends and you're getting a hundred likes every time and then that second year, you're only getting 20. Mm -hmm. What does that do to you psychologically? Right. I, I agree. And I think that people inevitably get caught up in that. And people do start looking at, well, how many likes did this picture get? Mm -hmm. And you start thinking about, <clears throat> well, I have this many followers, right. yet I only got this many likes. Right. And we know that just like, you know, just like me, just like this other person who has an account, we know that you're scrolling, right. but why aren't you liking? So right. then it becomes a question of why aren't you liking my pictures? Right. If in fact you saw it, why aren't you liking it? Correct. So then it's a question of 
Is it something about the picture? Is it something about if the picture was me? Is it something about me? So then, <clears throat> yes, then that's where you're starting to question who you are. But then, like and then, said, so what happened? But what unrealistic happened? expectations. So what? So okay. So what happens to that innocent person that came out just to share in the beginning? What happens to that person? To me, I'm gonna tell you what I think. What happens? I think what happens is that person who set out with this innocent um, um, uh, intention, intention just to share with their family and friends. Now. Oh, well, I'm not getting as many likes as I did the first year. Okay, mm-hmm. well, let me, what do I need to do to get more? Mm-hmm. So now you start, now you're doing stuff that you probably normally wouldn't do just to get more likes. Right. That That's where the trick bag happens. And that's where weird social media, your life starts to change. You know what I mean? It's that weird right, shit starts because, to happen. Yes, because I think that people are, are looking for verification for every aspect of their life sometimes in social media and that's what that that's what those innocent people who started out as simply wanting to post and share with friends and family they get caught up in that not realizing that the same people that they're following that may not be friends and family but strangers people that they don't even know are looking for that verification it's 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 a verification of verifying that this meal that I cook looks good, that I look good in this picture, that I'm a great mother for posting this picture of my child or providing this for my child. We went on this trip. We did this. We did that. So what they're not realizing, because they're not stopping to think about what is my true intent of like for posting this picture? What do I really want from this picture? And Excuse me, some people who I've talked about, when you ask them, well, what what's taking you so long to post that picture? Or what's right. your reason for posting that picture? And what if you post it and don't get any likes? Right. Then most people will say, oh, well, I'll delete it and I'll post a different picture. <laughs> right. Or, you know, it's about, it is about likes. Like, what are you, right. And unfortunately, you right. the likes now verify whatever it is there, or um, not verify, but... Um, Validate, validate, yeah. validate whatever it is that you're posting. They validate you looking good. They validate right. whatever it is that you posted. But if you ask them, they they wouldn't say that. They wouldn't say that because most people won't admit most, that. Most people won't admit that. Yeah. No. So what the I'm gonna tell like, and I hope whoever's listening to this podcast right now, listen to what I'm about to say. And you may be aware of it. You may not be aware of it. But here is the ultimate trick bag. Everything we just said right now is absolute fact and pure truth. However, I don't know if you've noticed lately, if you're on Instagram, same thing. I think it's bleeding over to Twitter as well. They have a new algorithm, right? The new algorithm allows you or excuse me doesn't allow you to get as many likes as you used to get if you haven't mm-hmm. noticed it starts to go down now you would say why would they do such a thing and how are they doing such a thing i'm gonna tell you how they're doing the thing because i pay attention when i first started instagram you would whoever you follow their photos would come down in the order that they were posted now they don't if you notice you'll see something you'll You'll, you'll log on, you'll see something from two hours ago. You'll see something from four hours ago. you see something from yesterday. You'll see, you're randomly seeing different things. 
Now, what does that mean? It means that when you instantly post something, you're not getting that instant gratification because your images and your posts are not being seen at the the the, the instant moment that it used to be on mm-hmm. social media. Right. Now, what has what else has Instagram done? They've created well, promote your tweets, which right. means, pay, or excuse me, promote, promote your, your post, mm-hmm. which means pay for it. Mm-hmm. So if you want yours to get more likes, more influence, more these things that people want, that gratification, they've already set you up with a drug. They took it away and now they're trying to sell it to you back. Mm-hmm. Think about it. That's all I got to say. <laughs> right. that's, uh, think about that shit. And right. that's all I got to say. No, and that's, that's true. And I don't think that, well, but people who are just posting just to share is different from people who are posting to promote their business no but but you'll catch but okay but there yeah there's a rare few who won't um fall into that trap but there's Mm -hmm. some like i said started with that intention and they got the instinct the great gratification at first then it's taken it's slowly taken away yeah i'm sure with my family and friends but damn how come my family and friends went from 100 to to 15 oh right and then so now and so now they're thinking about their Oh well, is my kid not as handsome? Is right. my am I not posting pictures or like what's going on? Mm-hmm. Well, promote your tweet, and maybe get it out, or promote your post, and maybe get it out there, and, right. and you know, put some money on it, and maybe you get it out there. Right. It's a trick bag because they're playing on your 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 emotional strings that are aligned with that. Mm-hmm. That's I think that's what's going on. I think it's a big plan. They've been having that shit going for a while. I think it's it's working. It's right. Working. But I think bottom line, it wouldn't affect people as much if, in fact, we took the time to really reflect and think about what is our reason for even posting certain pictures. Because I think that if you're who's finding gonna be yourself, honest? well, who's I well at be least honest? be honest with yourself. Right. At least be honest with yourself when you really think about it. What is my and ask yourselves a question if I posted a picture and no one liked it or only the select few who I opened the account to post for to begin with if only those few like my picture am I going to feel some type of way because if you are then you have been affected negatively by social media and also look at who are you following or who are you allowing to follow you and see into your life which you might have kept private before i'd love to ask the audience why do you post and who do you post for Mm-hmm. I'd love to ask that question to the right. audience. And, and uh, it may be, but the answer to that may be different for every picture. Right. And here's the thing, though. It's not, it's not, I'm, I'm personally not judging people who post every single thing that they do. For me, it's more a question of how much of your time are you taking from your life to to do this post right to think about the for example you go to a concert or a game and you're constantly because i've even had to stop and question myself like am i really going to watch this video later Mm -hmm. or do i simply want to show people that i'm at this concert right and so i'm going to record the whole time that i'm there so did you really enjoy the concert exactly exactly so so fine if you want to you know, record snippets of your time, your event, whatever it is that you're doing, and then post that to share. Right. But I think it's important for us to think about who am I posting for and why. Right. And is that taking from the actual experience? Mm-hmm. Is it taking from the time that you had to experience that moment with whomever you're with? Right. Because if it's not, great. But if it is, then I think that we need to rethink our reasons 
for posting on social media. So with social media being such a new thing in our generation, how do we get to the point where it's ruining our lives? How do we get to this point? How do we get to this? How did we get to this point? I think we got here when we realized that it is a new way of communication. Mm-hmm. It's the wanting to make sure that we're not invisible, that we're not dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. That is how we got here. That That's the way that we have to be able to communicate in order to keep up with the people in our lives. Right. And so people who don't have social media, it's more work to communicate with them. Right. It, it's it's actually dialing numbers or whatever. Re- and remembering. Calling, <laughs> yeah, calling them and having the time or making the time to actually call them to share with them the things that are going on in your life or sending that email, typing it up and saying, here's what's going on. Because there are people, I know you have people, I have people who are not on social media. And so in order for us to maintain those relationships, we have to to actually make the the effort, make the time. time. Yes. And to me, those are the most authentic relationships that I have. Yes, they are. Those are are the most authentic relationships. Listen. If you follow me on social media and you only know me through social media, chances are I don't really fuck with you. Excuse my language, but <laughs> I'm just had to drop the f bomb because that's just what chances are. That's just what it is. If I talk to you, if I call you, if I check up on how's your mom doing for real, for real. If you know what I mean, like I have, a, I probably have a deeper relationship with you. Right. For me, it's if I have your number in my phone, it's because right. we. And have chances more are, if I a... lose my phone, I can still probably piece together some numbers and, and remember it. Like I've no. I've had that happen. I've had that no, I've had that happen to me. I've lost mm-hmm. my I've lost my phone or left it somewhere, and I've had to. Oh wait, I know such and such's number, and I I, I found it through yeah, my. Yeah, and the numbers you're going to remember are the ones you've actually had to call them right, right. and not simply communicate with them via social media. True. But I do have to say that in the same ways that social media has ruined our lives, it's also benefited um, some of us. I it think, has. In in that it has allowed us to communicate with people around the world instantly. It's right. Right. And it's and that's and that's valuable because like what I do know going back to the old school, going back to from what I've heard, I wasn't alive during the Vietnam War, but I heard that during the Vietnam War it was bloody, it was bloodshed, it was horrific, it was horrible. You know, a lot of the American soldiers came back with post traumatic stress and all this. But it wasn't until the news media had actually went out there and, and, and filmed what was going on, like People in America thought that the ones who were being the soldiers that were being sent back home in body bags were dying, like dying valiantly, just in some like you know in war, and they shot their guns. Somebody shot back at them, and they took a bullet, and they died. But when when the when the media covered and started showing the footage, and it was really shown across the nation. They were like, oh, no, 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 this isn't right. This isn't how it's supposed to be done. We need to end this war. It was, that's what ended the war. When people saw Martin Luther King and them getting hosed down on television in in, in Memphis and in these places, 
that's what shut this whole that's what shook up the whole government and they had to change the laws because they were showing it wasn't it was happening in the south but people in the east and people in the west didn't see that they they didn't see it when you see it on television that information that comes through it can it can make great change and social media is the same way it can make great change if you got some something crazy happening and you know like again the whole black lives matter movement that's a soul that started through social media i you know what i mean like things that are happening and the change there's positive change that's happening because of social media because the word is being spread out and oh no we're not having that Mm -hmm. from and when the masses speak change happens right so in that on that note it's there's a positive to it right so just like there there are negative there are positives so I think it's just important for people to really think about why balance. and how they're using social media and to find a balance and to make right. sure that it's not affecting their lives negatively, right. productivity at work and just their right. social interactions with people and mainly the people who are most important to them in their lives. Yeah. So on that note. On that note, we've had a great discussion. I think just, uh, just like our last discussion, this discussion can go on for hours. But again, if you're listening... You can leave us a voice message through the Anchor app. You can share with us why you post on social media. Who do you post for on social media? Are has we, it changed your life? Has it changed your life? Are we right? Are we wrong? Feel free. Download the Anchor app. Join the Hers and His podcast. And we are about to sign off. And we will see you next Monday. Anything you'd like to say on the way well, I don't know if I want people to tell me if I'm wrong. Because <laughs> <laughs> Everybody has <laughs> Just let opinion. us know if you agree. And mainly, we'd like to know how has social media affected your life? Yeah. And did you take the time to actually really think about why you're using social media the way that you are? Right. But thanks for listening. And Thank you. come back next week. Thank you. And I better not see no subtweets. <laughs> <laughs> Peace. Ciao.